everybody and welcome to the new artist spotlight podcast i'm wilco wilkes and i'm the man the mystery the dude who loves his history i'm rocking slacks and dropping tracks and doing it consistently that's right it's me origin cross and obviously oh we'll go with that. fire <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody <laughs> i like it man i'm glad that you did it uh yeah i put it in again because i wanted you to do it <laughs> I remember it from the first time <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, well, thanks everybody at home for joining us for another episode. Uh, if you listened before, you'll know that we're here to interview some incredible emerging artists from around the world of independent music, all of whom can be found on the New Artist Spotlight playlists. And don't forget to check out the website, newartistspotlight.org, where you can find playlists, news, reviews, tips, and just about anything you need as an independent artist. Okay, so today's guest is an exciting one. He's an innovator. He's a man with an insatiable hunger for his craft. His name is Mike. But he's better known as the Blindfold Experience. So please welcome to the show, the Blindfold Experience. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Woo! Thanks Woo! for coming on. And it's a pleasure to get to meet you. Um, I'm not saying good squire today, but <laughs> it's a pleasure to get to meet you today. I already know a little bit about the Blindfold Experience um, and the really unique way that you guys put together, or you mostly, but you know, you and everyone put together the music. Um, so, but for anyone who doesn't know about you, could you give us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, well, the Blindfold Experience is a, a musical project uh, that I started. Um, uh, basically, I, I write songs and arrange them uh, here in Sweden, where I live. And then I uh, choose different musicians depending on the song. So I, 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 I have tried out quite a few, and then I get a new, new ones as well along the way. And so I choose uh, for each song, song uh, the ones that I think will work the best for it. So um, uh, what you may have heard so far it has been pretty much rock and metal, but there's going to be more. Uh, the next upcoming one is will be almost acoustic, and then there will be a little more. Uh, That's cool, man. you got the music in you. Uh, thanks. <laughs> so you've got loads of songs just in your head, and you, you think, right, I'm going to, how easy is it to find um, like musicians on Fiverr? Do you find yourself trawling through loads of them trying to get the right one or? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, uh, when I started, uh, I, 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 I've been doing this for, for a long time, but uh, I've been playing also in, in a band. Uh, and what I did when I started, I, I started back in uh, 91 doing this actually, but nothing's happened for like 40 years or something. So um, I was pretty much waiting for my bandmates to come and do their instruments and do it better than me. So uh, the song would uh, progress and no one has time. We all have kids and families and lives and jobs. So um, eventually I got tired uh, of waiting. So I started looking on Fiverr, uh, started looking for guitarists at first, uh, bass players. And eventually I decided also to um, uh, replace the MIDI drums with uh, live drummers. And that was a real boost. 
I think. I tried out many, many different guitarists and, and, and singers and, well, everyone. And some some are great, some just didn't work for that song and work well for another one. So um, now I, I, I think now I have, when I want to do a metal song, I know which guys I can go to. When I want a great lead, I have another one and so on. I, I have this guy in Argentina for uh, acoustics, for instance, and one in, in the US. But also, when when I started to do this, uh, doors are opening up and uh, uh, collaborations will follow, I, I'm pretty sure. It already has started. So um, for uh, Strangers Unkind, if you heard that one, uh, I, I met this guy in Sweden and he wanted to to give his interpretation of the riff and, and the song grew from there. And so he, he, he has become a friend that I actually meet. Uh, most of the musicians uh, in the Blindfold Experience project uh, is, uh, well, we never meet, we only chat. That's how we do it. That's cool, mate. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Um, yeah, no, that's, a, yeah, it's an amazing way of doing things. Um, I think my mind was just a bit blown back because, you know, I, I liked what you said about um, using a live drummer. I think that was it because um, I listened to your new track, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but um, on there, I was listening to it and I was like, man that drumming is the kick drum sounds amazing everything sounds so good and i thought how does he get his drums like that um so i love that i love your commitment to doing it all live um so go take us right back to the beginning um and tell us about like how you first got into music and how you first like found this love yeah i think well uh, i think it was actually um when i grew up in my my um in my parents home uh my mother uh, had an upright piano and she played uh, played it. She played classical music, and she sang in a choir. And uh, I always enjoyed it when she played like um, uh, the Moonlight Sonata and stuff like that. So I was always uh, bugging her, and I was looking in these notebooks, uh, and and some had pictures in them. So I, I liked the pictures, <laughs> and I said, "Can you play this one?" And she said, oh, I, "I I can't," but but she could. She just had to read the notes, and she could read notes. So, and then I and then I found the songs that, that I actually liked. And so the first songs that I started to learn were, um, I think, it, it was um, oh, it's here. I didn't know that actually. This seems rehearsed, but it, it's not. This one, it's uh, called something folk songs. Wow! For anybody who's listening yeah. to the audio version of the podcast now, he's opening up what looks to be a very old book from medieval times with some drawings <laughs> yeah. and some scores <laughs> so so uh from this one i, I found like um uh, it's from all over the world so, so so there are some russian folk songs and there's uh, from in from the from england or um nice. and there's um, the, the drunken sailor from us we have uh, when johnny comes marching in and the Star Spangled Banner. So that's actually where I started to to learn the the first songs. And then I went over to taking piano lessons and, and I played classical music mostly then for a while. So same actually, as me, mate. Yeah, I used to play. Uh, started on started on piano lessons and I kind of quit because it was all classical music. I, I wished it had been a little bit more modern. Yeah, that's why I stopped too. Uh, when I was like 15, 16, wasn't cool anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it never really was. <laughs> it's a cool it, talent I have, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. It's, uh, yeah. I wish I'd stuck with it. So do I. I, I mean, 
I gave it up when I was 15 uh, and then I picked it up again. So uh, actually it is my main instrument uh, and it's a, it's a place where I can go on the guitar. Uh, the good guitar is so fun because you can just pick it up and, and noodle something. But on the piano, I, I, I know the, the notes and the chords and I can build the chords because I, I have the theory. So uh, on the guitar, I have to learn fingerings for everything, but on the piano, I can just construct it because I know uh, what's in the, what's what what's in the chord. So that's good. And being, I, being a Swede as well, a Swedish piano player is uh, is Benny from ABBA a big influence on you? Uh, probably, probably he is. Uh, I love that guy. So, yeah, sure. I, I listened a lot to ABBA. Everybody did when I was a kid. Uh, I was loving with Agneta, who wasn't and and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but, comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm way older than you, so uh, yeah, uh, it, it has always been there that music. So probably it is a bigger influence than I realize. Should we ask him how old he is, origin, or is that going to be rude? Um, it's not rude because he's a guy. That's, the, that's surely that's sexist. Come on, <laughs> it is sexist. It's also a double standard, but I mean that's pretty much the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Michael, um, you're under no pressure at all to reveal your age, but I'll just stop talking and leave a little blank silence in case you want to. No, 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 that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Uh, I, I think actually I, I'm uh, maybe one of the oldest on uh, on, on uh, New Austria Spotlight. I, I was I was born in '68, so I guess I'm 50. That's not old three. at all, mate. That's not old at all. You're having to think what your age is. You've no idea. <laughs> you know what? With the hat, though, it's you keep, also you're keeping it yeah. young. Yeah, I, I, I think actually it's um, it's also a question about uh, your mindset. Uh, I mean, some people uh, stay younger longer or, I mean, never grew up perhaps, while some other are just old when they're in their 20s. So, um, yeah, I don't feel that old, actually. Yeah, yeah. Do you you guys know like the origins of the uh, pun intended? Um, like a lot of the folk tales are all like horrific. Like there's like a book or something that talks about all these like songs and stuff that like we just like know and don't really think about. And they're like all these horrific like beginnings to where the songs come from. No, I don't know. That. No, no, it's it's either folk songs or it's like fairy tales. But it's they all usually have these like tragic beginnings, and we just sing them and just think that they're completely normal. Folk songs, okay, yeah. No, it could, I, I never... so, it, it could be folk songs, or it, it, it could be uh, not folk songs. It could just be fairy tales. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way. It feels like you've given us half a fact here, Origin. I know fairy tales for sure. <laughs> right. I definitely know fairy tales. I also know the song that plays. I don't know if. You guys have the same ice cream trucks that we have, but if it plays the same song, that that song is definitely rooted in like racism um, and like slavery. So I'm guessing it's probably not the same song. But um, yeah, there are some things, some tunes, and some fairy tales that we all know and love. They're just morbid if you know the backstory too. Okay, okay. I, I don't think we have the same uh, ice cream trucks, uh, Melody, because. Uh... I've seen ice cream trucks in uh, American mu movies many times, and I think they have a different song. I, I yeah, I don't know what that song is, but I always play the national anthem 
um, and everybody salutes the Queen when an ice cream truck goes past. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm only joking. I'm, I'm like, I don't feel like that's true. I'm just, just going to pause and wait till he either breaks or <laughs> it just didn't feel like a like an actual thing. I'm glad. I'm glad that you thought it could have been. I'm glad that it was possible. Yeah. Well, you, need I mean, to go to acting school. So the the first blindfold experience song hit Spotify last year, if that's correct. So what kind of gave you the motivation to kind of start releasing music under the blindfold experience? I know you said you've been in bands and stuff like that before. Uh, so yeah, just kind of what yeah. came before. Well. It has always been a, a, an interest uh, to to make music and um, pretty much adding pieces together. That's pretty much what I, what I like to do. Also, um, I, I mean, um, adding layers on top on different instruments. And uh, when I was a kid, I had this uh, organ uh, where you can play the. Uh, you, you got the bossa nova and the disco rhythm, uh, and they sound pretty cheesy. But but you could you you can elaborate with them and make some kind of music. And then I wanted to when I got a little older, I started to experiment making rock music, and, and I borrowed from friends the four tracks so I could uh, record with the drum machine and then record the guitar or something. Like that. so, that's good. Like it's a, yeah, it's good that you've always kind of had that um, drive to put different bits together and put your own spin on it um yeah i just do something but yeah so you you say you're in your early 50s now um have you been releasing music before then from the start i just wanted to do something uh and i just listened to it myself i couldn't even get my friends to listen to it and then i evolved a little and uh it became better i got better drum machines and the synths sounded better and uh, but uh, when I started to um, bring in the other musicians, uh, everything took a step up. Uh, and and um, instead of me playing everything half as wise, so so then I start, I thought that it started to sound pretty good. So I thought, well, maybe I should release this. Uh, and it was actually the, the first one that I was working on was uh, uh, the one that just has been released, Mother of Ghosts. Uh, so I have always only done uh, instrumental music before. It's been kind of filmatic and, and uh, dark. But uh, then I started to try to write some kind of melody on top of that. And I, I just didn't get it. How can you write a melody on top of something? And then I started to sing in the car mostly. And then I, all of a sudden I had a melody and then the words started to come. So, so, so it, it has evolved pretty much. So it's just been like two years of writing that I, that I have actually started to uh, incorporate lyrics and vocals. That's amazing, man. And how does it feel? Do you, do you love that feeling when you um, release some music now? Yeah, I do now, yeah. Um, uh, at first, uh, uh, the first one, I, I was pretty anxious I, I didn't know if can i really release this but 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 uh i i also kind of accepted the fact that okay i i kind of like this that i have created and if someone else likes it that's just amazing but i would still do it uh because the most important 
apart from uh, I always always wanted to just create something. Yeah, it's cool, and, and uh, you should be proud of yourself as well. It's nice when you see, you know you see your own stuff on Spotify and stuff like that. It's um, it's an accomplishment. I think you could you don't want to get um, sort of used to it. You want to take some time to just give yourself a pat on the back every now and then and think how cool was this? Like because a couple of years ago you, you didn't have anything released from all those years of playing music. Now you've got like mm. tracks on there that other people are listening to on the other side of the world, enjoying themselves. You know, I've listened to your new track at least three or four times. I really enjoy it. Um, and obviously I'm familiar with the other ones as well. Um, so it's awesome, man. So how, how is it, um, you know, like working with other artists without actually like being in the room with them and stuff? Do, do you ever like, uh, do you ever like not like the things they sent back and you, you're a bit like, what sort of issues are involved in that? Yeah, well, um, it it can be pretty hard to explain. I, I, I just got to say, the first time I, I, I saw my own song on uh, in the car on the display, that was pretty cool. And I, I guess you guys must feel the same the first time you saw your album cover on a display. Well, it, yeah, for it, sure. For me, it was um, seeing my name on a like a band lineup, like a poster for an event. Yeah, that was that was quality, man. For me, it was the uh, being able to download my own music on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah, it's, all, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, that was that was a moment. Yeah. December twenty eighteen. I I remember it very distinctly. Yeah. What's the What's yeah. going to be the next for question for both of you? What's going to be the next moment like that? For me, I think it's probably when I release an album. That'll be another massive milestone. What about you guys? Yeah, an album will be the next milestone. I think for me. Origin, you have, don't know. I have no idea. Um, when you I see your name know. on that birth certificate, oh my goodness, man! I mean, that's gonna be a moment, yeah, for sure. Um, Will you sign it, Origin Cross? <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I'm trying, musically, what's gonna be that next? Moment yeah, yeah. Sorry. Is, um, maybe uh, seeing my name on a like on a billboard outside of a venue or something, like performing tonight or. Something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. Special guest, Wilco Wilkes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get me on there. You say he's the opener. Oh, yeah, Blindfold Experience. Do you need some rappers? Because uh, me and Origin, <laughs> we're very cheap. We only charge a few million dollars for a feature. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, actually, I, um, uh, you asked, uh, I think... Uh, the problems with uh, collaborating online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, um, I, I think one 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 problem can be. Um, I mean, if you're trying to write in text to 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 the drummer, for instance, and say, well, for the intro, could you just do the chugga chugga chug? It would be so easy to say it, but when you write it, chugga chugga chug, and well. It could be pretty much anything. So, so that that that's um, I think that's a hard part. And also, uh, like uh, when when you're mixing, if you could, if I could sit next to Andres when he's mixing, uh, I mean, we could communicate much much easier than trying to write. So, so that that could that can be a problem. But I think also it, it works pretty well. Um, one thing. Uh, when using musicians from Fiverr, is uh, the good part is if I don't like it, I don't have to use it. 
but if if I if I ask Wilke, can you do a rap for for me? Will this uh, be a feature on on my song or origin? And you send me something back, and I don't like it, then I would have a hard time saying truthfully, I don't want to use that. I would just great, good work. So so Got a, yeah, <laughs> cutthroat with it. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not gonna make it on the album. I'm sorry, it's trash. Yeah. Maybe in the future, maybe someone else, but this one right here, they said they're gonna cut it. Yeah, I agree. Brutal is best. Brutally honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's better, but but uh, I, I don't have that in me. So so um, mm. so, yeah. so I have a really hard time to to, to tell something uh, when I don't like it. So so, but when I'm working with people on Fiverr, I just actually hire them, and they. Most of the time, they won't even know if I used it or not. So, um, unless I tell them that it's live, so 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 that's one good thing. But but also, I look forward to making more collaborations with people that actually are involved in a bigger part. I mean, most of the musicians uh, that I are using at at the moment, uh, I choose them also because they bring something. The guitars I play. Uh, I want them to improve that. I don't want them to do the same thing. Uh, I want them to bring, they are much better than me. So, so, so they have to bring up the game. Um, and, uh, and I like it when, when they come in. Well, I added this little fill here or, or how about this? Uh, and then it becomes, then it grows. And every, when everyone brings their own part and everything grows, the song grows. So, so, um, yeah, that's great. And does it is it good for your reach as well? Because you've got other people sharing it who were involved halfway across the world and have a totally different group of contacts to you. Yeah, I think so. When 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 it will be actual collabs uh, with the five guys, I think most of them don't even share it. Or, or so. right, do you hit them up and say share this or? Yeah, I do, I, especially with some of them, and, and uh, some of them, I, I, we promote each other a little on the on the mm. socials. If I do something, the blindfold featuring uh, Wilco, uh, then it's another thing. Then, then then there's two artists there, you know. Yeah. So um, I think that would be a whole different experience. So basically, a session artist versus an actual collaborator. Yeah, exactly. Can I ask who who's doing the mixing? Is it you, or do you um, reach out to someone on Fiverr for that too, or how does that happen? Don't you know? Don't you know who mixed my latest song? I feel like I should know the answer to that, but I mean all the songs. I've heard exactly. uh, I've heard the rumor. Yeah, Andres Quadzelli, the man himself. I, I put I heard that just from earlier in the conversation. Uh, yeah. but, um, yeah, but but of I didn't course. know if there was a. It's brand new because because uh, from the beginning, uh, I, I usually make my premixes pretty much the way I want them, uh, but I, I don't have the technical knowledge or the interest with the compression and, and equalization. So so it basically it's a pretty good layout uh, how I want it to sound, but then I want to bring someone professionally in to do that part. And the first guy, or actually the first six guys, I used were from Fiverr and it wasn't happened with the first five. And then I found this guy from Iceland. Uh, I think he did a really good job, but uh, uh, he kind of, well, 
I, I think he, he got burnt out or something. He has too much to do. And then I started looking around and I connected with the Andres. I don't know if I pronounced that right, Andres. Oh, but uh, yeah. So uh, uh, so he did uh, actually do the, the latest single and he's working on the next one as we speak right now. So do we see this being a, a continuous relationship here? Yeah, I wanna. I, I want to have that because I mean, the more the more we work together, the more we get to know each other, and um, I think um, uh, it will be easier. We understand each other more and more, and and uh, like you said, I think Wilco, it was uh, about the bass, uh, the kick drum. Mm. Uh, we tweaked that around a bit before I was happy, and and, uh, and now he he has found exactly what what I was looking for. Uh, and it, it has a feeling and, and the, the punch that I want. So, so um, now I can just say, uh, for a reference track, listen to your own mix. And he knows how he did it, I think. Mm. So, uh, Yeah, it's brilliant. And I, I, like the, I like your approach. You take the same approach um, to music as I take to decorating. Get somebody else in who can do it better and quicker than I'll be able to do it myself. None of the stress. Let somebody else do it. Backward. And you concentrate on the the songwriting and the and the stuff that you're good at. So yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure you're good at all of it, but you know what I mean. I think it comes across in the music because it does sound really professional. So there's some similarities with the way that you create music and the actual NAS community, as there have been a lot of remote collaborations in NAS. So you're a very active member of the community. So tell us a little bit about your experience with it. I released my first single in uh, November last year. It's about a year ago. Uh, and pretty soon I got up on Twitter and started to build a network there. And then someone approached me and, uh, yeah, it was the artist, artist Medaltra, and, and recommended me that I should try to join NOS. And uh, so I did. Um, and I thought it was amazing. Pretty soon, uh, Ed was actually asking around if someone could help edit uh, a video for the for the NAS uh, ad, and I did that, and we kind of connected, and, and uh, so I, so I was offered the job, just like you guys, uh, as a moderator, and um, uh, I haven't regretted it since. Uh, it's a, it's a great community. It's a lot of cool people. It's uh, fantastic amazing music of all genres and i think also a, a great uh, way to connect to other artists and like you said uh, i'm already working on two new collabs um uh, with nhs artists so um and i think i hope there will be more so um, it's great i love it that's I exciting man and um I take it you can't reveal at this stage who those artists are. I could, but uh, I think it's better to 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 just let it go a little further before I yeah. drop it. So that's fine. I'm always pushing for an exclusive, um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm certainly looking forward to that when it comes, man. Um, and there is no better place to drop an exclusive than the NAS podcast. Exactly. True. I we, think you will be. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any exclusives for us at all, Mike, um, that we could create some headlines out of? <laughs> um, well, 
Well, today we're actually going to look at at, at uh, Mother of Ghosts because it's been released like today. Today? Yeah, yeah today. It's today. <laughs> uh, the time of recording. So you'll see it a little late, guys, but exclusive for us today. Yeah, yeah. And um, if it hadn't been for that, we we could you could have had an exclusive of um, of the next single that will be actually an acoustic version of Fly. Uh, and uh, Andres is still mixing it, but uh, that sounds like an exclusive in itself. That, that Andres is uh, Andres and Blindfold experience back for round two. I think that'll yeah. uh, whet some appetites. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm not going to say too much, but I think Andres likes working with me as well. Uh, so I think we are connected and we 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 work well together. He understands me, uh, and um, uh, he does an amazing job. So. So great. Yeah, he really does. It sounds awesome. Um, so do you want to tell us a bit about the track while we're on it? And uh, we'll give it a spin after. I told you earlier that, that, that I, I, I started to record on, on uh, four tracks. And, and then uh, I, I, when I, uh, I got my first real synthesizer, the Korg M1. Uh, and I basically, I bought it because um, I had started to... Um, uh, I had bought an electric guitar and a Marshall amp, so so I wanted something to play too. So I, I actually bought a synthesizer to to make make the background tracks, uh, and then I wrote this song. It was actually one of the first complete songs that I wrote, uh, and that was like in '91. So um, then, about every ten years, I have reworked it, and and uh, I brought in. Uh, friends who played the bass so the first version is <laughs> well it's um it's pretty much more basic but but it is it is the same structures and the same riffs uh but everything has evolved uh and then 10 years later i worked on it again but i never finished it and and then this last period i i um that's a song that i went out and uh, looked for First, I think I found the guitarist, a guy from India, Kiran, uh, amazing guitarist, uh, did the rhythms and leads. And then I found this guitar player in Poland, uh, uh, sorry, uh, bass player, uh, that I also really enjoy working with. And then uh, I had that uh, mixed and mastered by four or five guys, and I was never really quite happy. And then I decided to try the real, a real drummer instead. The, the drums for this one actually was uh, the drummer in, in the band that I've been playing for for ages. He and I sat together, and and uh, I had very basic drums, and he started to drum with his fingers, kick drum, snare, and then he did the hi hats with his fingers. And most of those uh, drum arrangements are still with this version, uh, and that's really cool, I think, because. Um, uh, the the drummer, he's a beast from I think Uruguay, David Lanas, and uh, he seems to be able to play anything I throw at him, because because I, I I've been using uh, Easy Drummer, uh, which is a very competent drum program, easy to manage, and the MIDI fields are played by live drummers, so it's it's very very good drummers, and he brought a. He made it even better, uh, and there is a big difference when when the live drummer comes in. When 
compared to a drum machine, I think. So um, this is the final version. I'm going to leave this now. I've been working on this song for <laughs> 30 years. So I'm a slow rider. <laughs> you got there in the end, though. That's all that counts. Yeah. Yeah, it's clear to see, uh, it's clear to hear your talent through the track. So let's take a listen. If you would like to do the honors of introducing it, please do. Sure. This is Mother of Ghost by The Blindfold Experience.
So you can certainly be proud of that fantastic track. Uh, thanks for letting us play it. And is it right that the cover art was designed by someone special to you? Or is that just a rumor? No, that's true. Um, and thank you. But um, yeah, um, the cover art was drawn by my daughter. Uh, she's uh, 15 years old and um, she drew it on, on, on her iPad. Uh, and I think this one was a bit out of her comfort zone because uh, her dad wants her to draw skulls and demons and ghosts, but uh, it's not her usual style. Her style is more Ghibli and Kawaii. It's manga inspired. Very nice. I always get that wrong, but uh, but she's. I think she's very talented. So um, so actually, I asked her if she wanted to do that for me, and uh, and she did, and I'm very pleased with it. Definitely, and actually, she's done a good job there. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I'll be sure to tell her because uh, I've been gonna. I've been getting a lot of positive comments about the artwork, and uh, and she's she seems pretty proud when I mention it, and and she she gave me this uh, speed paint if you know what that is, uh, like she draws this thing uh, on her iPad. It takes her six hours, uh, and the program takes a snapshot every once in a while and then you send, you compress it to th 30 seconds and it just yeah that's just cool it's good, it's good content yeah. that as well on it yeah it looks amazing when they do that like time lapse isn't it yeah so i, I figure i could use that for social media and, and even the, the i was going to say lyrics video but this obviously won't be a lyrics video so yeah look forward to seeing that though mate um definitely can see the uh the anime manga influence in the artwork as well yeah absolutely yeah yeah it'd be nice to see how how it's constructed um so i and you i like how you you're keeping it in the family as well not just calling in favors from uh massive drummers in uruguay and guitarists from india and all around the world you've also in your own home calling in yeah. those favors love it man yeah but actually uh, uh, she she teaches me a lot. Uh, I, I mean, uh, we watch uh, if you know Studio Ghibli, their their movies, uh, animes, uh, and we watched uh, we watched uh, several really good animes together. And, and I would never have seen them if she hadn't introduced me to them. So uh, yeah, I've heard great. a lot of good things about um, Studio Ghibli actually, but I've never I've never watched one. Have you seen no, you them at Origin or? I am not um, an anime person. Um, no, neither am I, I am, really. Uh, I wasn't either, but... Uh, yeah. But that's the thing, yeah, guy. sometimes it takes somebody to, to show you something. Uh, like you say, it yeah. must be a pretty cool thing about um, having the having your daughter as well, and she, she'll have different interests to you. Um, so that's interesting. So one one thing I was going to ask you, going back to like the structure of the band, is, um, like, do you ever have any ambitions to perform live like would you be able to live stream it if you all play together or is that basically not a possibility because of the way that you structure blindfold experience well uh, i mean if for instance we would take um uh, let's take paradise for instance uh, for, for as an example so we have one guy from india we have one guy from argentina and that's not andres it, it's a guitarist um we have the bass player from Poland and the drummer from Uruguay, uh, keyboardist from Sweden and the UK singer. I mean, it, it would be a pretty expensive gig, I think, but uh, 
and also we, we never even met so we don't even know if we like each other we couldn't work together perhaps but uh, uh so I, I don't think it's realistic that it's ever going to happen but uh, actually i am working on something for nasa palooza that uh, will just be a scaled down version of fly where where uh, piano and vocals but we won't be performing together i will record my part and he will record his part and then i'll put it together but so in, in that kind of essence yeah not live perhaps but at least um semi-live if you can call it that yeah that's still good though mate yeah and, uh, and it's the only sort of modern technology today that gives you that opportunity really isn't it yeah it's pretty amazing yeah Sounds like you're using it to its uh, to its full extent. Yeah, well, we try. So there's something that I I noticed um, over the last couple of minutes, and um, I think it's it needs to be brought up. The way you guys, and I'm guessing you guys are probably correct because this is America, and the way that we speak is sometimes wrong. You guys say Uruguay, and we say Uruguay. Ah, well, you I'm, say I'm, Uruguay. I'm not yeah. sure. You say Uruguay. Well, yeah, we would say Uruguay. Uruguay, I've never heard it pronounced that way before. No, actually, I'm not sure because, because uh, I mean, I'm not a native English speaking. So, so um, I mean, in Sweden, I would say Uruguay. Uh, so I think, I, that's, I, that's, I, I think that's closest to the to the Uruguayan pronunciation. So I have no idea, but but I mean. Uh, uh just when, when we when we chat together and, and uh, i have my phone set to uh us uh, autocorrect or uk autocorrect I, I think for me in sweden we we, we learn english pretty, pretty early in school and it's at least when i was a kid it was very much uh, british english that we learned uh, but then also I'm we the have our... type is the best version. Yeah, yeah. Keep that is absolutely <laughs> incorrect. I'm sorry. You you must say so many things incorrectly. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, it's my thing. It's like the Swedish chef, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting to see that that um, I often tend to to spell spell things like a color. I I I, I put a U in there. That's the UK version, right? Yeah, and we then, talked about that last week. Was it? I think. Yep, Kolawa. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? Blindfold experience. Are you a football man at all? No. <laughs> no. All right. I was just going to um, quiz your knowledge if you knew what happened to Sweden at the last World Cup. No, no. Actually, I, I really mm. suck at uh, soccer. But but um, that's okay. Well, you'd, you'd be out if it was um, a TV quiz show. You'd be out by now because uh, yeah, they, they actually would. lost two um, 0 to England. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I, I only watch uh, football or uh, soccer when it's. Uh, European Championships, perhaps a world, but but uh, mm. I, I I can see a wall behind you. I'm not like a fan like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long yeah, as long as we don't mention Eurovision and or uh, Brexit, I think we'll be okay. Eurovision? Did you say that? Brexit. Yeah, it, 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 UK always gets um, zero in Eurovision. I don't think a lot of yeah. European countries like voting for us. Was it like last year that, or this year that? Uh, we got zero this year. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, you always have Abba. I think that was a bit odd. So uh, while Wilco has to apparently mourn from a thing that I don't understand at all, 
So what is the dream for the Blindfold Experience, right? It's such an unorthodox uh, way to run um, a musical family network band. Um, I'm not even really sure how you how you specifically define it, but is there are there any aspirations? Are you going for something? Or are you just kind of doing it because you enjoy it and you just kind of want to see where it goes? I think the latter, because because uh, I, I mean I do enjoy it and and, and I do want to do it. Uh, I I don't have I don't have big goals or ambitions, uh, but I certainly wouldn't mind if something good happens. But uh, uh, I don't have a plan laid out that I'm going to reach any level. I, I'm just uh, actually I'm pretty amazed so far. Uh, I think today, uh, Paradise, no, uh, um, Strangers Unkind uh, crossed uh, 100k streams. So that was pretty... Congratulations. Uh, thank yeah, you. Nice one, nice. I had never expected that. So, um, so yeah, I, I think for me, it's more like, also, that's the kind of person I am. I, I'm pretty pragmatic. I, I just, well, what happens, it's usually fine. So... Uh, so I'm just um, I'm just hanging along and seeing. I realize that there is some potential and 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 uh, something. I mean, just this level is uh, amazing. It's way beyond what I ever expected. So, so I'm pretty happy where I stand, and and, and I just go along. That's cool, man. Yeah, enjoy it. And um, do you have any um, other than what you've told us about already? So you've got the next track that's being lined up. Have you got? Um, how far in advance have you got plans after that yeah um actually uh, this song that i have released and uh, uh also mother of ghosts uh, uh, and the next one the acoustic version of fly i've been working on these songs for, for the past two years uh, and it's been really slow because because it's a learning process for me because I, I never wrote, actually wrote uh, any lyrics or 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 songs with um, melodies before. So so it's it's been painstakingly slow. And but I think that uh, so the train order is this: um, the next single will be the acoustic version of Fly. It's also been cooking for a long time, uh, and then I think Anders will help me to make the album and i don't even think there will be any new songs on the album it will be uh, remastered a few a couple of remixes perhaps and then i will have the album and i will be over with the old material and will concentrate on the new ones and uh, i have about four pretty far gone songs that i want to work on uh, but but i need to finish this old stuff first so i can concentrate on the new uh, and and then i think as soon as possible after new year either release the album or if that has been well realistically the album after new year and then as soon as possible after that i will start with a new uh first new song and, and it will be a collab and, and i think the, the theme for the next album even if i release them all as singles uh, will be collaboration, pretty much, I think. And we, we, it will be pretty genre-crossing. And, uh, and um, the first one with, um, almost said his name now. But, uh, <laughs> really? Uh, Come on, you know careful. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's uh, a he. 
that narrows it down. Yeah, yeah, we got a clue. Then you got half the pop, half the population to go through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, that one will be a, 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 not a metal song at all. Uh, and then the next one after that will be a kind of strange mixture of uh, metal guitars and uh, uh, I brought in some Turkish oud and nave flute uh, and some drum loops. Uh, so so it, it, it's very genre crossing and um, maybe an acoustic as well. So, so the next one's going to be all over the place. And, and uh, I'm really, what I really, really also am very curious about is making collab with a rapper, if you know any good ones. Hint, hint. Uh, so uh, I can only think of one. <laughs> yeah, I think he goes by, about a million pounds. Yeah, goes by the name of Origin Cross. Uh, I was thinking uh, Uncle Wilkes. You see what I did there? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's good as well. Yeah, yeah. I was interested in, in both of you guys earlier, but when Wilco mentioned your price, <laughs> <laughs> we, we could do one verse each for five hundred thousand each. But I'd be up for that. But. So Wilco, Wilco gets paid in pounds, and he charges a million pounds, right? I get paid in USD, and my future price isn't set yet. So don't let him convince you that I am out of your price range. And Mike, I, I like what you're saying about um, everything being painstakingly slow, like because you're always thinking about the like the next one, but you can't actually get there yet until you finished off that other thing and. Uh, exactly. By the time a single comes out, it's like been in your head for you know the best part of a year, or it's um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, and then you just move straight on to the next one. But we're going to do something now that we've never done before, and you're not going to have any time at all. This is not going to be painstakingly slow. This is going to be painstakingly fast, as this is the NAS Quick Fire Five. Yeah, new Quick Fire Five, new feature. You're going yeah, to love this. Oh, thank you, you know? So, yeah. So you're going to have no more than 15 seconds. Even that seems generous to answer each question. So you're going to have five questions. No sitting on the fence. We want answers from you. We don't want, oh, you know, maybe this, maybe that. We want juicy gossip that we can put on the headlines of the front pages of the Swedish Mail tomorrow morning. Oh, and if I may interject, who is your favorite artist of all time? Oh, my God. That changes every day, but today it's Avenged Sevenfold. What is your favorite album of all time? Today it would have to be um, Critical Acclaim. I think the album is called that by Avenged Sevenfold. So, yeah. Nice. Number four, who is your, uh, sorry, what is your favorite song from the new artist spotlight playlists? Oh, come on. <laughs> Can't say you. It's got 15. Can't say me. I'm going to say, uh, from the top of my head, Rain by JHM. Nice, great track. If you could spend a day with any other NAS artist, who would, who would you pick? Ooh, I would spend a day in the studio with Andres and uh, communicate while he pulls the faders. Yeah. That would be cool. Great answer. Not just because he edits this show. Well, you no. played the um, the first NAS Quick Fire 5 and you got four out of five because you the, took too long on yeah, you know, for me, the greatest song ever, it's a different one every day. It can be several different uh, during a day. I'm, I'm, I I usually live around this far in the future. So um, when I hear something, oh, this is the best one. Uh, yeah, but you're talking about the future and the moment, and we're saying all time. 
Yeah, but and all time is timeless. You can't put that in a box mm-hmm. of the future or the moment. It's whenever. Yeah, but uh, really, then that. <laughs> I don't think something by Abba. No, but uh, I, I would say my favorite Abba song perhaps would be um, "The Winner Takes It All." I love that one, and also I think when I was playing in a cover band for for many years, and, and um, "Mamma Mia," when you rock it up and and bring some uh, bass. Uh, rock and rock drums and uh, heavy guitars to it combined with a there was a there was a teen band called 18s some years back who did uh, ABBA covers and when you mix that one up with with a heavy heavy rock then it gets uh, that's a pretty cool song how do you feel about the song we will rock you with queen yep uh, I mean, I love Queen. Uh, most songs are, are great. The only thing I, I think, um, I, I think uh, that's the beginning of the beat. So boom, boom, it has been spoiled by by uh, old people doing uh, exercises uh, somehow. But but uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's a good song. It's a strong song, but it feels a bit cheesy these days because it's yeah, yeah. it's a bit overplayed and a bit it's a bit weary. I'm not gonna lie, I once tried to make an instrumental sampling that. How did it go? Are you gonna use drums from the beginning or? Uh, that's what I tried to do. It came out absolutely terrible, as in, <laughs> as has every single thing I've ever tried to to mix. But um, I know that yeah, feeling, mate. Bad. I know that feeling well. Was it called <laughs> We Will Rap You? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you have a favorite rapper of all time? Uh, yeah, it would be Snoop Dogg, uh, actually, because I'm kind of stuck with rap music for me. It would be, uh, East Side and, and the early nineties, I think. So, um, solid choice that minute. Someone says Snoop Dogg is rap. Yeah. Yeah, that that whole that whole era was uh, yeah. I, I really loved the the vibes of those and, and, and the sounds and and if you played the GTR t- series when you when you're in uh, Los Santos and drive down the Sunset Streets and, and, uh, and <laughs> yeah, it, that's pretty cool. Do you have but, a favorite uh, trombone player? Wow, well, it would be Nisse uh, Landgren from Sweden. It's, it's oh, he's flexing. The, <laughs> but 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 he he's great. Uh, but I would say a modern rapper, or modern rapper, but um, I, I've been listening to a, a guy called um, Ghostman, uh, I think he's called. Uh, I don't know if you heard him. Uh, I, I, don't I, don't, I don't know what that style is called. He, he's very fast, he, different from you, Wilco. You're also fast, but. Or Ghostface Killer, no? Sorry? Not Ghostface Killer. He said fast. No, yeah. no, Ghost Man, did you say, or Ghost Demon? Ghost Their Man, I think it's called. I, I think it's like Ghost, and then I think it's E-M-A-N. Right, I'll check it out. I, I, I can send you the track later. Yeah, um, yeah, do that, man. Uh, yeah. Crap, why doesn't that... Doesn't one? work, mate. Ghost, a main, like, all right, would it G, like Ghost, E, and then main, like Gucci main? Yeah, I think so. Very scary looking. Out. Yeah. Probably, yeah. It's very much out of focus, but I think, yeah. Okay. All right. I I think to... But it's also very aggressive. Whitney. Distorted. And... 
I don't like all of it, but uh, some of some of it is really cool. Best independent rapper on New Water Spotlight. Uh, I was listening to a track today uh, on the. Um, I think uh, yeah on on the um, on the All Star list, but I don't remember the name. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, Blindfold Experience. It's been great to meet you. It's been a pleasure to have this opportunity. Um, so just before you go, if you'd like to tell everybody listening where they can find you on your socials. Yeah, sure. And thanks for having me. Um, uh, I'm actually the Blindfold Experience in one word uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, uh, the handle is the blindfold x1 because uh, it was too long so the blindfold x and the number one thanks for joining this has been a great chat um we hope we can do this again we're really an interesting guest which is always a plus um thanks to everybody at home for listening and tuning in around the world the whole new water spotlight community our partners um and everyone who just helps shape this community thanks and we'll see you all next time peace thanks everyone Thanks, Mike. Good to meet you, man. Thanks for having you. Right. I've ended the meeting, so hope to see you all soon. <laughs>